Do you have solo economic dependency? That is, if you aren't working, you aren't making money. The Art of Passive Income Podcast is the solution. Discover passive income models so you can enjoy life on your own terms. Let freedom ring. Hey, it's Mark Podolsky, the Land Geek, with your favorite niche real estate website, www.thelandgeek.com. And I am really excited for today's guest because she's going to teach us how to train our brain. But before I properly introduce our best-selling author, Dana Wild, I want to properly introduce my co-host. Look, he's the smartest guy in the room. You know him. You love him. It's Six Sigma Scott Todd from scotttodd.net, landmodo.com. And most importantly, if you're not automating your Craigslist postings, postingdomination.com forward slash the land geek. Scott Todd, are you excited? I am extremely excited because we're going to hack growth today. We're going to hack growth because our guest took two businesses, not one, two, two businesses to a million in revenue in 19 months. She is the best-selling author of Train Your Brain and host of the Mind Aware Show. Dana Wild, welcome. How are you? Hi, thanks for having me. This is going to be so fun. I, I'm really excited because I, I think that the, the brain science, hacking the brain, brain growth doesn't get enough attention, right? I think a lot of people talk about tactics. Um, or they talk about strategy, but they don't think about, well, to get to the tactics, to get to the strategy, you got to get your, your brain, if you will, in the right place. So Dana, kind of tell us your, your background and your story and how you became the brain, the train your brain expert, if you will. Yeah, I will. Let me, can I piggyback on what you just said for one second though, Mark, because I think it's really important. You made a really, really good point. What happens in, for most entrepreneurs is that they have a bunch of people they can go to or they have favorite people that they study with, much like you guys, and they, they have the tactics or they have the strategy, but they don't feel like doing them. They don't feel like doing the things. They feel overwhelmed. They don't feel like they have the time. And so what we profess and what we promote is what we call intentional action. Feel good first. Get your mindset on board first. And, and the idea is it doesn't have to take you three weeks to get your mindset on board. We give you tips so you can get your mind feeling good, feeling positive within three minutes because then you actually feel like taking action. You, you are closing the creative pathways in your brain when you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed or negative. And when you're positive, you open up the creative pathways. You get ideas. Different things come on your radar that weren't there before. You feel like engaging with people. Uh, people like you better. You like them better. You, you get better results. I mean, we've all had that experience where we've been flying really high and it seems like everything is going right. Well, that's what we're teaching. You can induce that. It's it, your, your attitude or your happy feelings or your positivity or your confidence is not like the weather. You don't just sit around and go like, well, I've got low energy tonight followed by widely scattered depression tomorrow. You know, it, it's not like you just wait for stuff to happen to you. You create it. You create that positive attitude. Then once you're in that positive feeling space, now you can implement anything. Now you take action, and the action you take meets with greater success. So it's that one-two punch of, of focus on your 
your mindset first and then take action. So does that make sense? And now I'm happy to answer your question if you want a background question. I, I Yeah, absolutely. I love it. So now how does someone have that awareness to become Dana Wild and do this? Well, that's the, that's the ticket is the awareness. You know, the whole program is not rocket science, as they say. It's actually pretty easy. You know, step one is just waking up, being aware. That's why I called the company the mind aware because it's the most important thing. You know, you know when you feel bad. You know, I don't need, you don't need to be like, I don't know how I feel right now. You know when you feel bad. You know when you feel lethargic or when you're tired or when you're crabby or when you are uh, not 100%, you're feeling overwhelmed. So start waking up and paying attention and bringing yourself to the present and being like, okay, right now, I'm not going to push through and do something because everything I do is going to turn to crap. I'm going to, and fill in the blank on the thing that makes you feel good. Maybe you need a quick nap. Maybe you need to eat something. Maybe you need to play with the dog or turn on the iPod and just dance around the office for five minutes or say some positive mantras. But do something to shake yourself out of it before you take action because that is the ticket. You get aware and you – and I'll tell you why this is so important. Most people maybe have heard about the reticular activating system before, but I want you to think about it in this way. Each and every one of us has inside of our brain – a reticular activating system that is like a little matchmaker that sits in the head and listens to what you think about and listens to what you talk about and it spends all day every day sifting through the mucky muck bringing into your awareness whatever that matches so that's what we have to get more serious about care about I, I, I love that you brought up the reticulate is reticulation activation reticular activating reticular system activating system because I was just reading about Scott Adams the creator of Dilbert, right? Oh, right? And so he wrote down a bunch of mantras or affirmations. He said, I, I Scott Adams, will be a best-selling author. I, Scott Adams, will, will be a best-selling. He wrote this like 10 times. Then he said, I, Scott Adams, will be a famous cartoonist, right? Before he was famous, before he was a best-selling author. He did this. And I'm reading this. I'm like, you know, this sounds really out there. I mean, come on. You just can't write a bunch of stuff down. And, it's going to work. But it worked for him. And he said the reason it worked is because of the reticular. You can call it the RAS, the RAS. No, let's call it the RAS because I'm <laughs> never going to be able to say it again. And he said, and he said, like, look, the RAS is if you're in a crowd of people, right? It's super noisy. You hear your name in that crowd of people because you have that activated. You will hear your name in a, in a crowd. Well, what if you hear, and so you, if you, if you open up that filter, if you will, with these affirmations or these mantras, now all of a sudden you start seeing the opportunities that you are filtering out. Yeah. And Mark, let me give you a perfect example that I'll bet has happened to you and to you too, Scott. If you have ever, and your listeners certainly have had some experience similar, maybe you've been looking for a new car or you've been thinking about getting a new car or a different color car, or sometimes um, some of your listeners may have just gotten pregnant or want to get pregnant or their partner is pregnant. Either you start seeing that car everywhere or you start seeing pregnant women everywhere. It's the reticular activating system. So here's the thing. We're already using it by default. And so if you are saying something to yourself like, Uh, I never find the good deals. You know, oh, there's all these good deals out there for lamb, but I don't find them. Or I, I, your reticular activating system sifts through the mucky muck. 
And all of the, in this second, all of the colors and sensations and sounds that come into our awareness, the billions of bits of information, it will filter out and create a blind spot to anything that's a good deal. On the other hand, you know yourself, if you have the idea, like I get good deals, you find them. Scott and I were talking about this months ago. And Scott, you remember the conversation about needing cash? Yep. What it, you remember what we said? Yeah, just it disappears, right? Like the minute you start saying it's going to appear or don't worry about the cash, it'll appear. It just appears, right? That's oh, it. Yeah. I, I, so I said, Scott, it's the weirdest thing. I say, I need cash because, you know, when we do our owner financing. Sometimes we have a cash flow crunch. And Scott was having the same thing. I said, I need cash. Next thing you know, we get a bit like somebody pays off their note or somebody, you know, get a big cash sale, it comes. Totally. Mark, that, it's, it's real too, because uh, I don't know, two weeks ago, no, let's see, la- last week, I was looking at uh, the bank accounts and I was like, okay, well, um, hey, uh, I can see where I need to like slow down a little bit on, on uh, how I'm buying. I just can't buy as rapid fire as I was. I just need to be a little bit more um, precise about it. And I'm like, okay, I just need more cash. Okay, I just need more cash to come in. I had last, in the last week, I had a guy pay off a note that was uh, right under five figures, okay? Then we had a cash sale that was right under five figures. Today I get, a, today I get another uh, email that says, hey, uh, it's a it's a cash sale on a on a property that we're pre-selling, and it's you know not not bad, but it's not under five figures. It's well, it's definitely under five figures, but it's not near the five figure mark. But all of this now appears, and I'm like, game on, let's keep buying. Yeah, totally. Well, I'll tell you the the thing I can give you for, on this piece is that we live in a culture where people they care about what they eat, they care about what they wear, they care about the neighborhood. They're- the school their kids go to, they care about the car they drive, all these things. I want people to start caring about what they think. Because if you would start a mantra, Scott, this is for you, Mark, if you wanted to, that says something like, and by a mantra, I mean a short positive phrase that makes you feel good. And you say it like 25, 50 times a day, just when you're like puttering around doing things, you're sitting at a stoplight, like you think, okay, this is, I'm not doing anything good with my brain right now. I could be saying my mantra. So say mantras like money is flowing to me. The cash is coming in. I've got so much cash coming in right now. I've got so much cash coming in right now. It's like amazing how much cash is coming in right now. I've got so much cash coming in and cash will appear out of nowhere. Just like those cars that you see, And just like the pregnant women, it happens exactly the same way because your reticular activating system says, okay, I got it. I'm starting to look for it. Nobody will believe this until you try it, but I can tell you. What if you don't in your heart believe that? Like I say, like, you know, like, let's say that I'm a really, uh, let's look at an example. I'm a really bad athlete. Okay. Let's say I'm a bad golfer. And I keep saying to myself, I am a scratch golfer. I am a scratch golfer. I am a scratch golfer. Yeah. It won't work, right? No, well, here's the thing. Or I in, have to do something. Yeah, in theory, it would work because how it works, okay, a couple of things. When you are thinking positive thoughts, it ultimately gets you fired up to where it's like trying to hold you back from action. You end up taking better action. You take smarter action because when you're thinking positive thoughts and you're getting fired up, you can't wait to get moving. 
Okay, so you take action. It's the one-two punch of thinking good thoughts, but then you take better action with it. But most of the time, if you have that big of a difference, you aren't going to be able to say, I'm a scratch golfer and feel positive. It's going to feel like you're going to have that little voice in your head that says, no, you're not. Or no, you're not, dummy. Is more like it, right? You know, so, so you have to find a way. The four steps are become aware. Number two, decide if this is the message you want to match. So if you catch yourself saying a message like, I'm a terrible golfer, ask yourself, okay, do I really want my reticular activating system to keep matching that up? If not, step three is you have to find a way to talk about the current situation in a way that feels good. And then step four is to feel good. So step three, here's a great example. One of the mind hacks that I can give you right now for anybody out there who has ever tried affirmations and it feels like you're lying to yourself, is using the word but more powerfully because the word but negates everything that comes before it. So you you can say things to yourself that are negative, like, I never find good deals, but, and now you've just negated everything, but I'm open to seeing more, but I'm ready for my time now, but I'm getting better at this, but I'm now looking in different places, but I connect with people in other ways, but deals come to me, right? So you can say whatever you want to after that, but that's positive, and you can keep your own personality or your own situation if you've never been a good golfer it's hard to walk around going oh I'm a great golfer you know but you can say look at I've never been a good golfer but I'm getting better but I'm getting better scores every time but I'm improving all the time but I love it right so uh does that make sense it, it totally is I I I I, I want to hear like a real story from you personally about how you used Raz to a good example would be 19 months million dollar revenue so like i, I want to just be like okay i'm just gonna use dana's mantras and like i don't, I don't need to come up my own yeah. well the, the first one was a direct re- direct uh result of a mantra so i'll tell you this story even though most of the people probably won't be able to apply this specific thing but you'll be able to verify uh, adapt it for your own so I had been living overseas for a long time. I was spent like 10 years just traveling around out of a backpack. And I came back to the United States and I was working in the film and video industry. I was working in this industry uh, as a writer, producer, and so on. And I went to one of those in-home parties where, uh, you know, they sell stuff, right? You've seen these like Mary Kay and Tupperware and stuff. And so I thought, you know what, this would be something great to do on the side so I don't have to set my alarm at 3 a.m. to go be on a stupid set, you know, <laughs> somewhere. So I started doing it on the side, and I started realizing, like, everybody in the company was teaching how to, you know, how to pick up the phone, how to book the parties, all this. I thought, why is nobody talking about mindset, you know? Because I had learned this brain stuff many, many years before. So I start. I wrote Train Your Brain is what I did, and I taught it to my team. And we went to the million-dollar level within 19 months, but what happened was what I didn't realize happened by default was that I had started to have some success early on and somebody called me and said, you know, you could break the record for being this individual who's like the fastest person to a certain personal level. But it felt kind of embarrassing to talk about like, oh, I'm so great. So what I started doing very early in my business within the first three months is I started telling people we're the fastest growing team in the history of the company. 
you know, you should join now. We're the fastest growing team in the history of the company. Now is the time to come on board. This is the fastest growing team in the history of the company. Because it felt more humble to say that our team was the fastest growing than that I was so great. This is the fastest growing team. Well, of course, everybody that joined the team, they didn't know any better. So they started saying, well, this is the fastest growing team in the history of the company. And lo and behold, 19 months later, we shattered the company record. The fastest anybody had done a million dollars a year in sales was four and a half years. And we did it in 19 months, and it still stands today, that record. And it sounds crazy, but I can promise you, I did so many things wrong. I didn't even have a business card for six months into my business, right? I, I didn't know how to do anything related to the business that would be, quote, unquote, make you successful. But I had laser focus on that message and on that mantra. And so if you're willing to to play with something that sounds crazy and you're willing to just have laser focus in that way, the laser focus, if you can't pick a specific mantra that feels good, find um, some other uh, promise to yourself that feels good. Like I'm just going to make my priority to feel good before I work. What will happen is you'll see, you'll start growing faster. This is just, this is just speeds things up. That's all. And you just have to say it or do you have to write it? Do you have to say it and write it? Like how much Whatever feels good. Whatever feels good. And you can say it to yourself. You can put it on post-it notes. You can put it on your phone. As long as it feels good, keep doing it. This is, this is the secret sauce that nobody's telling you. Well, Scott, I mean, Scott Todd does this. We, I started doing it and then I stopped doing it, Scott. Remember, remember when you said the 10X goals? Right. Are you still doing that? Uh, I still write the goals, that I, the big picture stuff that I want, yeah. Okay, so tell Dana your system because I think she'll be intrigued by this. So, yeah, I wonder if you're doing the RAS. Yeah, I mean this is this is not this is not uh, you know like this is not my creation. I stole this from Grant Cardone, okay, who says that he writes down his goals twice a day, once a day, in the morning. I write down my five things that I'm looking for. So. And this isn't like today, it's not necessarily this year, it's sometime in the future. I don't have a time frame behind it. So like my, my what I'll write down on a given day, and they'll, they'll vary, but it pretty much stays the same. So I might say, um, hey, I, I have passive income of X dollars per month. That's it. I live, uh, I'm, I live on, my, uh, on the Gulf of Mexico. You know, in, in my beach house, I nice. drive this car. I weigh X amount of pounds. Right? I have this for my family dynamic. You know, like this is my family, and so it's it's future tense as if it or it's not future. It's present day as if it's already happened and I have it. But then what happens is I think that you start to look at it, and you may not necessarily believe it in the beginning, but the more you write it the more you start to see, like, as you write it, like you start to see, like, I am driving that car or I am sitting uh, overlooking the Gulf of Mexico on my, in my house. I am doing this. I, I, I've done it. And then you start to believe it. And then what happens, like none of those have come true, by the way, but it's only been a year. Okay. So I'm not necessarily worried about it coming true now. It's been, yeah, about a year. But it makes you feel good, right? It makes you, you know what it makes you, it makes you feel good. But then Mark, here's the other thing is it starts to really, you start to question like, um, you start to say like, well, uh, you know, if I, what I'm doing right now, is it, is it good enough to get there, right? You start to literally start to think about, okay, like, am I really going to get there 
taking the actions that I'm taking now, and then you realize that you're not at your current pace because it requires so much more that then you start to figure out, okay, now I need to, now I need to change what I'm doing. I need to change the course. It doesn't have to be dramatic, but I need to change the course a little bit because I'm not going to get to the weight that I want eating the same stuff I eat because I'm going to either have to exercise more or I'm going to have to eat better. I'm going to have to change something in order to get there because it's just not magically going to appear. I've got to take action about it. I love that. That is. Do you like it? I love that. As, and what an excellent exercise. That's it. That's the whole program. You're doing what I'm saying, except you're doing it in written form. And written form is awesome. It adds another layer to it because you've got the, the kinesthetic of the handwriting going with it. It reminds me of a story that I heard. I interviewed Jack Canfield, and he was telling me about Mark Victor Hansen who was, um, you know, his partner in the Chicken Soup for the Soul Chicken Series. Soup, sure, sure. And Mark Victor Hansen had this really great business idea, and, and it was about a $100,000 idea. And he brought it to this uh, owner of an airplane franchise. It wasn't Richard Branson, but some other guy who is an owner of an airplane franchise. And he said, you know, I've got this idea. You really have to check it out. If you're going to make $100,000 doing this, let me tell you this idea. Well, the owner of the airplane franchise said, you know, we can't really even consider ideas that aren't going to make us at least a million. And so I'm sorry, but I don't, I don't even want to hear the idea. And what you said when you were talking about that, Scott, it kind of reminded me of that, that you get yourself in the mindset of somebody who is that person doing all those things. So you make different decisions because your brain's now on board and seeing different things and you're making different decisions about how you run your business because now you're that person, right? Does that right. make sense? Yeah, and I think that's a good point because what happens is you start to you start to look at something and you go, you know, as we start talking about like shiny object syndrome and people have shiny object syndrome, well, you start to lose that when you start to realize like, okay, is that going to get me over here? Because it's it's almost like driving your car on a cross-country trip. You know you want to – I'm in Florida. I know I want to drive to California. Well, there are many different ways I can drive to California. I can go to New York first. I can go to Wisconsin first. I can go, I can go to Seattle first. But the most direct route is to go the interstate all, all the way there and just stay on the, the interstate without any detours, right? So how do I, how do I get to that – point of where I want to go and stay laser focused, laser focused, and nothing else gets in your way. Not, nothing. Hey, look, there's a billboard over there that tells you to get off and go to Disneyland. I'm not doing it, right? I'm going here. World's biggest ball of string. Next That's exit. It. The world's biggest ball of uh, you know, house of mud. Why do, why do we want to go see that? Yeah. All right. But look, we're being really nice to Dana, Scott. We are. I can imagine one of our you know, software engineers. Yeah. Listening to this and be like, come on. You guys are crazy. Okay. You know, it sounds crazy, but it also sounds like deceptively simple. Why wouldn't everybody, Dana, have amazing things in their life if all they have to do is simply say or write these mantras, right? Like, well, if, I, I mean, you're telling me for like, how much is train your brain? Because I'm going to buy the book. Oh, it's uh, I don't know, seventeen ninety nine for the hardcover, eight bucks for the for the Kindle. I'll give you a copy though. You don't have to. Okay, so okay, I, I spent eighteen bucks, and now I've changed my life for an eighteen. Yeah, totally. But here's but here's the deal. Like, come on, Dana. No, here's the deal. First of all, people always, people always say that they always say like, 
oh, come on, all, all I have to do is sit around and think happy thoughts. And I always like to say back to them, yeah, why don't you try that for 24 hours? You know, why don't you try for 24 hours? Just don't complain about anything for 24 hours. If you think it's so easy, right, just try that. But then the next piece I say is if you use the support systems that we're talking about, so I'm talking about the support systems of set a reminder on your phone, have it go out five times a day with, with a positive mantra, and have it be anything. Have it be something, in fact, I would say that you will know you're getting results from. So have it be something specific if you want to that you're not really invested in. So it can be something like, and one of the ones we like to use a lot is, is say something like, I'm seeing blue glass everywhere. It's amazing. I'm just seeing blue glass everywhere. It just seems like I'm seeing blue glass everywhere. And what you do is as you say it, don't look around and so go like, oh, no, I'm not. Just say it. Yeah, there you go. There's blue glass right off the bat. So, so do it 50 times a day, and within 72 hours, you will see the evidence that it's working. And whether you choose blue glass or whether you choose money is flowing to me, or whether you choose, uh, I'm finding good deals, in 72 hours, your reticular activating system will get on board and you will start to see the evidence that it's working. So I, I don't want you to take my word for it. I want you to use your brain and, and put post-it notes up and set reminders on your phone and create those times where you intentionally sit down and write mantras like Scott does and watch what happens. 72 hours, you'll see the evidence that's working. Well, I, I think you're preaching to the choir with us, but I, I had to be. <laughs> I, Mark, I, I see an opportunity here. Here's what, here's what I'm going to do. Yeah. By the time this comes out, I'll already have this set up, okay? But what I'm going to do is you sign up. You sign up at my website. Just shoot me an email, and uh, I will have my voice system call you every day on the hour, every hour on the hour, and remind you of your goal. <laughs> Nice. Do you see the money coming to you? That's nice. That's a good one. That's you know what, Dina? Yeah. You, you could actually incorporate that with your site. There's a, an app called Badger. I do oh, this with the kids. I'm going to do that. And it, just, it, it, texts, it texts them, hey, it's like on Monday, like my son has to take the trash out. So I text him an, an auto reminder, hey, take the trash out so dad doesn't have to cloud up and rain all over you. Oh, I'm so all over this. You are rock stars. Thank you. I'm glad my reticular activating system picked up on that idea that you just shared. Yeah. And I'm going to act on that. I, I have to ask, right? Like, okay, Mark, we, we've talked to Noah St. John, right? Yeah, yeah but I, I, yeah, before, yeah, okay. I, question, I, I do have another question for, for Dana about how specific does the mantra need to be? Like, like if I say I am wealth, I am abundance, I am joy, is that too broad? No, no, I, I, the old school affirmations, they would tell you be really, really specific. And there's nothing wrong with being specific, but here's, here's what we say. Be as specific as you can and still feel good. Because the only thing that really matters is that you believe it to like even just a little degree and that it feels good. And you're going to get much further saying, uh, I attract wealth or money is flowing to me, then you are saying, I attracted $10,000 in the month of March 2017. I mean, your brain is setting off all sorts of alarms with that kind of a mantra, like, oh, come on. Did you know that's a lot? You know. So better off to be vague because it feels better. But as you start to feel really good, then you can get more specific. All right, I just I just took Scott's question away. But Scott, go ahead. Well, I was going to ask, like, so we had, you know, we had Noah St. John on, and you know, he was really talking about the questions, you know, asking questions as opposed to making that statement. 
And yeah. this whole thing is why? Why am I wealthy? Yeah. yeah, why am I wealthy? Why am I rich? Why do I see blue glass everywhere? Why blue glass there it is. Why 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 am I always finding such great deals? I mean, I guess in a way it doesn't really see there's I guess what you're saying is that it doesn't have to be perfect. There's no like set formula that says it has to be structured in this way. It's really just about getting your brain thinking about a certain thing so that it accepts it and it sees it and then you're ready to, to take action on it. Yeah, that's right. And questions are great. We have 20 mindware experiments in the book and three of them revolve around questions. Questions are very powerful because the, the brain does like to answer questions. But for us at the end of the day, it's about how can I talk to myself in a way that feels good? Because it's nice if you're bouncing off the ceiling with enthusiasm about your business. But if you're even feeling hopeful, you're doing much better than if you're in a place of frustration. If you're in a place of frustration with your business or even worse, lack of confidence or doubt or all those things, you're not using your best brain. You're not making the best decisions you can be making because your, your filter is not right and your brain pathways are literally shut down. That's why we, we say this is about find a way to feel good. Find a way to get at least hope, and then you can go from there. Okay, okay so here, here's a scenario for you, Dan, and, and how would you solve this, right? Scott and I are, um, are not close, right? Like our, our, our relationship's fractured, but I've got I've to deal with Scott. Scott sends me a nasty email, right? And he says, Mark, you suck. And, you're, you know, and this deal, it's terrible and... Um, know just just really kind of nasty to me and and then i shoot back something nasty to scott and so when i were both in like this sort of nastiness mood and it's it's really hard to kind of stop thinking about how i want to just get scott and scott's thinking about how he wants to get me scott have you had this experience like like anybody or like you know what i mean Maybe. scott's a pretty positive guy i'm not as positive scott so how do you get out of that mindset so like I can go back to feeling good? Because now he like this external force has made me feel bad that I haven't done anything. I woke up, I had a great day, had my bulletproof coffee, next I get a nasty email from Scott. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's here's the thing. Everything it's is your decision. So once you're in a situation, and I know you know this, so I'm not saying this to you, you're giving this as an example. But you're in a situation, the situation is bad, or the person is negative, or whatever the case is you're dealing with. You have to remember that you're seeing the world through your own specific lens. And so you have to decide what lens you want that to be. And so let me give you, let me answer this question by giving you a little side example that might answer it. Sometimes the, I work with a lot of women, and sometimes the women will say, um, my husband's not supportive of my business. And uh, I wish he'd be more supportive. He's not supportive. I wish he was more supportive. He's not supportive. I wish he was more supportive. He's not supportive. And I say, how's that matching up for you? Because if all you're thinking about and all you're talking about is how he's not supportive, your reticular activating system is saying, got it. That's important to you. We're going to notice every time he's not supportive so you can keep adding to that important list that you keep thinking about and talking about. So if you want him to be more supportive, then you have to start seeing him as more supportive. You have to start expecting that that's the relationship you have. You have to start telling those good stories about him. 
And if it's hard because you're not liking him a lot right now, you have to find a way, step three, to talk about the current situation in a way that feels good. So get that word butt out there and, and you know, get your big butt out and say, you know, okay, he hasn't been supportive in the past, but it seems like it's changing. But it seems like it's getting better. But I'm starting to notice that things are shifting. But I'm hopeful that things are shifting. But I'm open to them shifting. Like start to talk about it. And you can feel the shift in yourself personally. Just the little bit that I said there, it feels better. So it's the same case here. You get yourself in a situation where you're having a nasty argument with somebody. If you want a different result, you have to put out the different expectation. You have to become aware decide do you want to change it and start changing that 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 story that you're telling okay well scott was pretty nasty that was a pretty bad email but here's what i know about scott i know generally he doesn't he wants the best out of this situation too he doesn't want to fight he wants a good deal i want a good deal i'd like the solution where both of us could win he wants a solution where both of us could win now you start to change that lens that now the next time you have a meeting you're going to have a different meeting Follow what I mean? Yeah, okay, so let's go over the four steps real quickly before we go into our tip of the week. Sure. So what are the four steps again? Step one, become aware. So wake up is a step one. Listen to what you're thinking about. Listen to what you're talking about. Step Do you recommend two, mindfulness meditation for that or just be aware? Yeah, just to be aware. Although mindfulness meditation is a great way when you're on feeling frustrated or stuff to kind of put yourself in neutral. And then you can start moving into those more positive things. But yeah, just, just you know when you're complaining, bust yourself, bust yourself more often and you get better at it. You, and then step two is a make a decision. Do I want my reticular activating system to keep matching this up? Because sometimes you do. I mean, like I said, I wasn't a morning person for years and I didn't care. You know, I don't, I don't care if I'm a morning person or not. I don't want to change that. But sometimes you do want to change it. So decide. Step three, talk about about the current situation in a way that feels good so you're changing the script and then step four is to feel good that's the whole program it's so deceptively simple scott todd <laughs> just questions and statements and being easy yeah, yeah but, and, and, you know, but that reticular activation system that awareness i think it's simple but to actually like you know remind you almost have to have like like what data was saying, like these reminders, these alerts, because we can get so caught up in like our busy day or in a, in a dreamlike state. Like I can give an example where I will be, you know, at lunch, let's say with a buddy and all of a sudden I'll start thinking, he'll be, he'll be talking, whatever. And I'll start thinking about something that I have to do at work. And literally like a minute have gone, has gone by and I'm <laughs> gone like mentally and you know to have to so i think i think the i'm a driving mark or, yeah, or driving like you, you you can really lose time in your head if yeah. you're not really aware of it right yeah well brain scientists estimate that we are walking around unconsciously in that unconscious state 95 to 99 percent of the day oh, are you kidding me what yeah, yeah 95 to 99 so here's the beauty of this what's that Brain scientists estimate. Yeah, were you? Were you I'm just? Kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Scott just checked his, his phone. <laughs> That's good. That was good. Yeah. The beauty of this is you don't have to get conscious 50% of the day. If you can just wake up and get more aware, like half a percent of the day, you're going to start to see tremendous change in your life. You do 25 to 50 mantras a day on something that you want. 
72 hours, your reticular activating system will kick in and get on board with you. Is it possible that Dana Wild is just special? Like you've got like this good energy, you no. know, it could just be genetics, like, you know, how some, some people are just born um, you know, with a very positive attitude. Some people are depressive right? It's just genetics. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for bringing that up actually, because uh, obviously we've had tens of thousands of people who use this successfully, but the important piece about what you said, some people do have a propensity toward being more positive. I'm definitely one of those people, but here's what we found. If you are a negative person or you were raised in a negative upbringing, or you've had a history of being negative, this is going to work even faster for you. And here's why. I can take somebody who's naturally positive and I can bring them from an eight to a 10, you know, so that they're living their life at 11, as they say, right? But, but if you have been getting, you're banging around being negative, getting the results you're getting, you know, you're not doing too bad, but you're banging around doing it. But you can imagine that if you start applying this kind of information, your results just start going through the roof because it's that big of a difference. I mean, Scott, should we start applying this in our coaching program? where our clients have to get like our badger of, of affirmations. I find good deals. Yes. I, I send out 20 offers a day. Yes. I it would land business easy. Yes. It would be, it would be a, uh, here's what we should do, Mark. So we've got, we've got boot camp coming up. We should take the advanced students and tell them, look, this is what you got to do, right? Like, Find, you know, have them write down what, what one piece they find the hardest to be in the land business. And then every hour we tell them, ding, let's, let's say it, you know, and then they repeat to themselves what it is. So we get them, what, eight, nine hours. So that's eight or nine times in that time frame. Maybe we do it every 30 minutes. And we ask them at the end of the weekend, how do you feel about, how do you feel about that one thing that you wrote down two days ago? Has it improved for you or do you, do you think that you've seen it? That'd and, be a very good experiment. And here's the, here's the thing that's important. They have to be, they don't even really have to believe it, but they have to be willing to not argue with it. Right. So we've had people where we've done this on something they haven't even really believed like it's possible, like they thought was totally crazy, but they just agreed like, okay, I've got no, nothing else is working. I'll do this. And they just kept doing it and results. Yeah, so but Dana, how, how, how will I know mentally that I, maybe I don't believe it, but how do I know I'm not arguing with it because I'm unconscious 95% of the time? Well, the, when I say argue with it, I'm talking about your conscious brain, the thinking brain, the part that we can hear in our heads all day. Because the truth is the unconscious brain believes everything we say automatically. Like if it was just our unconscious mind, we could just be like, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire. And it goes, you know, the unconscious mind's like, cool, you're a millionaire. But that conscious mind, that thinking brain, that voice we hear in our head is the voice that's saying, no, you're not stupid, right? That's the voice that's arguing with it. All right. Well, I, I'm, I'm really just so thrilled that we were able to get you on the podcast. But unfortunately, we have to end it at some time, right, Scott? We do. All right. So, Dana, we're going to have to put you on the spot now and okay. ask you for your tip of the week, a website, a resource, a book, something actionable where the art of passive income listeners can go improve their businesses, improve their lives. What do you got? 
Well, it doesn't have to be a book or a website because I can give you an exercise that they can do right now that's Any, actionable. Anything you want. I'll do the exercise right now. I'm okay, not. here's the thing. If you focus only on what's going right in your business, only, keyword, on what's going right, think about and talk about only what's going right, and you will get more and more and more of that. You have a setback, you have something go wrong, acknowledge it for 10 seconds, take the lesson, it doesn't take you more than 60 seconds to take the lesson and then move on and put 100% of your focus on what's going right. That's how you grow business quickly. I've done more deals than Scott Todd this year. I've done more deals than Scott Todd this year. I've done more than... <laughs> now, what if now if I start saying that, what if Scott starts saying, I've done more deals than Mark because we're competing. Last year, <laughs> whoever is more, deals. Whoever is more committed to that is <laughs> the one who's going to have the most deals. <laughs> All right, because I'm really sore about 2016. You did, you did 197, Scott? Uh, 198. 198, we did 192, right? Wow. doesn't matter. It's a loss. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's a loss. And this year, we're coming out of the gate super strong. We're, yes. We're at 28 right now, Scott. Where are you at? Yes. Uh, I think I just lost Scott. Oh, there you go. I think I'm at 14. All right. So, Dana, it's on like Donkey Kong. Um, big time. Got to get your pen out, Scott. Start writing those mantras. Well, see, I do it every day. I'll just add that to the list. <laughs> so, Mark can say it, but you know what? Mark's going to punch out at 530, and I'm going to keep on going. <laughs> That's okay, because while I'm sleeping, I'll be doing the mantra. That's totally it. I because I'm gonna have I'm gonna have like a, a Dana Wild cassette playing on my Bose headphones. I beat Scott Todd. I beat Scott Todd. I have more deals than Scott Todd, and I'm just sleeping for eight hours. All of my brain is not gonna know yeah. anything. I only sleep for so you're gonna I, sleep. My next razz. time I come on the show, I'll have that as a resource. Some uh, some audio you can listen to for eight hours. I promise, Mark. Yeah, absolutely. My my Raz is on steroids, Scott. So it's on. Okay. All right. What? Well, it's okay. It's all good. It's all good. All right. All right. So, uh, you know, and you can tell like we're just playing good because I really, I couldn't be more thrilled if, when, when Scott really closes the deal. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. So in my mind, actually, I really don't believe that in, in the sense that I really get a lot of joy from him closing deals. And, um, so I, I think that my that that's really not a good thing for me actually. No, no. Better to compete with yourself. Better to best your own. Be like yeah. this year I'm gonna have more deals than last year. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Scott, what's your tip of the week? Okay, Mark, uh this is a tip that uh I think is pretty cool because um look we, we all know that in our business, really in any business, if you can add some layer of competition. Uh, some competitive advantage over somebody else, then you might have a leg up. It's maybe my secret to success in 2017. So check out uh, an app. You can get it for your phone called Lingby. L-I-N-G-B-E. Lingby. L-I-N-G-G-E. Now, this is, a, this is an app that will allow you to practice a language with native speakers anywhere. So what happens is you jump on, uh, you jump on and say, Hey, I wish to learn Spanish. Wow. Well, then you're going to get, you're going to get with 
a uh, Spanish kind of peer, uh, right from your phone, you hit call and you'll get connected and you can text it and you can start to learn the language from a native speaker. Too cool. How cool is that? Love that. So forget well, how, how is this better than like a Duolingo that, that makes well, well, Duolingo is, is not a real person. It's a, it's an app. It's a computer, right? This is a real person who's like, you're going to have a conversation with. Oh my I don't know that if you like, if you just kind of embed yourself into a country for a few months, you'll or a month, maybe a few weeks, you'll come out the other end being able to speak some, you'll pick it up. I mean, I was in Italy for a week and not that I picked up a, uh, Italian, but I did get some of the words because I keep saying it over and over again. You understand what they mean, right? Right. Yeah, that's so, a good tip. I'm looking forward to checking that app out. I Thank just you. Downloaded it. Check um, it out. Learn, learn Spanish. Learn. So you got you got people on your team that do all that. I gotta I gotta like I, I gotta catch up. Well, I know, but I, even for me, like I maybe I want to learn Russian, maybe or something. Although, you know, what's interesting is on, on Freakonomics, they had an interesting ec- economist come on and say, you know, it's really not a good use of time to learn a new language if you're an English speaker. I, I would it's believe that. Strictly economics. I, I would yeah. believe that, right? Yeah. And like, not from the joy standpoint. If you're, We use the joy index. We don't use the economic yeah, index. Yeah, on Adam ruins everything. Economists ruin everything. <laughs> See, I do believe that. Like, I believe that, uh, you know, like, in terms of time, you know, we, 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 in another podcast, we were actually talking about, you know, the value of your time. If you look at the value of your time, I can hire an interpreter to go do that instead of the time for me to go and spend to, to learn the language, right? But if I want to maybe live the remote life and, you know, spend time in foreign countries, maybe it gives me a leg up. I don't know. Well, I can't tell you the joy I get when I go to a, uh, like I meet someone who's Korean, right? Because a lot of people don't know Korean. And they get, they get their eyes light up when I say, and they're like, oh my gosh, you know Korean? I know like four words. But enough, right? I could say, I could say hello. I could say, and I say it well enough. Like I could say, thank you. I could say, which is goodbye. And I could say, which is like jerk. And they're like, what? It's like a bad word, Korean. And uh, because like I, I worked when I was in high school at a, the restaurant owned by Koreans, and, and when I'd mess up, they go pabo. And uh, I'm like, wait, what is that? Like, repeated. You can also learn so, uh, like Cantonese from uh, Wayne's World movies, <laughs> right? Ni hao, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, this, yeah, I could see like from a joy standpoint, there's nothing better surprising people that you know their native tongue. All right, well, my tip of the week is going to be learn more about Data Wild at the aptly named website danawild.com feel good act great she's got an amazing podcast train your brain grow your business dana are we good oh man i'm telling you i sure enjoyed this you guys just rock it i i really enjoyed it here thank you so much well thank you i we really appreciate your time i want to remind the listeners the only way we're gonna get the quality of guests like a dana wild is if you do us a small favor you subscribe you rate and you review the podcast, send us a screenshot of your review. We're going to send you for free our $97 passive income launch kit. Just send it to support at thelandgeek.com. And we'd really appreciate it. Today's podcast is sponsored by loangeek.io. Start automating your 
payments. The simple, easy, effective way. You can always make more money, but you can't get more time. LoanGeek.io. Dana Wild, thank you so much. Scott Todd, thank you. Let freedom ring. Thanks for listening to the Art of Passive Income podcast. Start your journey at www.thelandgeek.com and www.scotttodd.net. Rate and review the podcast and email support at thelandgeek.com. Your screenshot for a free passive income launch kit.